All right, push the buttons. Make sure that I push the buttons. The carpro.com talk line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. So, and streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. Now, a lot of young people are very upset about this whole climate change panic thing that has been um, laid on them. And first of all, you have to understand that all of that is predicated on computer models, which that's really good for a finite project, like calculating mental metal stress or designing a chair or building dental prosthetics. But when you're getting into something as complex as the climate on the earth, where it's different in various places at any given time. And with infinite variables, the only constant for computer models is garbage in, garbage out, or guy go, as they say. And there's a new report about a major failure in these models where they misunderstand water vapor input, which proves this point. And this was published just as Richard Levine, the sexual fetishist at HHS, put out a video using climate change to stir up racial division, highlighting what climate change is really about, which is power. I've been watching this uh, show that uh, you got to watch every show that Morgan Freeman narrates just so you can listen to that guy's voice. I love listening to him. And uh, he's been doing, he, he has this uh, show that he narrated called Life on Planet Earth. And it takes us all the way back to the beginnings of life. And it shows how many extinction-level events have occurred and how many times life has vanished and then come back, right? Now, what doesn't happen, right? The only time um, heat has caused death is when we've been hit by comets. And then the heat is so intense that, like, uh, when the comet landed that took out the dinosaurs 65 million years ago, everything underneath the atmosphere was baking at 400 degrees Fahrenheit. So, yeah, that kind of heat, yeah, that'll kill you. But other than that, if you know anything about human development, humans have always thrived during warming periods and suffered when it gets cold. Like John Kelly, he wrote a book called uh, About the Black Death. He explained that global cooling was the trigger which killed one-third to half of the world's population. Now, during the medieval warming period, the world's population grew because there was more food. And when the mini ice age began, famine set in. The cooling trend also changed trade routes, taking traders through regions filled with plague-bearing rodents. And the famine-weakened population was ripe for some aggressive bacteria to run riot. Third is a generalized matter. Cold, not heat, kills people. The colder it gets, the more people die. Fourth, the leftists have been adamantly opposed to exploring nuclear power, which is the single best option for providing energy for the modern world without increasing CO2 output. And they, fifth, they are mostly unfazed by the destruction wrought by their alternative energy programs, whether it's the birds that are sliced and diced by the hideous windmills or cooked by the solar farms. 
whether it's the deforestation to make room for windmills and solar farms, whether it's the potential whale die-offs associated with offshore windmills, the vast landfills covered, you know, required for dead windmills and solar panels, which cannot be recycled, the pollution from... How is that renewable energy if you can't recycle the method? How is that renewable? The pollution from mining the minerals needed for electric car batteries, the child slavery associated with the same mining, the pollution generated in the battery manufacturing, or the long-term environmental hazard of those batteries, whether burning or in landfills. And then the most uh, startling thing is, uh, you know, the fact that the climate change predictions are almost invariably wrong. Which brings us full circle to Geigo. New study shows that the models failed to account for how water vapor affects the Earth's ability to control the climate. And uh, water vapor is the most significant greenhouse gas due to its alleged feedback capacity, accelerating warming well beyond what CO2 is to, said to be capable of alone. And the authors do not understand the significance of this climate modeling failure. This represents a major gap in our understanding and climate model fidelity that must be understood and fixed as soon as possible in order to provide reliable hydroclimate projections for arid, semi-arid regions in the coming decades. Now, it's very nice to know that we're not going to be boiled to death anytime soon. But whether it's the United States government or the European government or the think they're way too powerful World Economic Forum, there's a collection of megalomaniacal wealthy crackpots who ignore this as they've ignored all other ev evidence that the anthropogenic climate change is not real. Now, pollution is real, and it behooves us to fix that, which we have been doing. We have been doing. And the reason they'll ignore this important study is because the key word in the above paragraph that I just mentioned is power. They're always looking for power. And if they terrify you with the thought of climate change, this allows governments and NGOs to affect policies, all that driving power away from the nation state into the global governance of the UN or the WHO with the World Economic Forum as the broker. And then there's, uh, you know, Assistant Secretary for Health, Richard Levine, who's an exhibitionist sexual deviant who thinks he's a woman. It reveals that climate panic is useful as a, race, a racial wedge issue. Uh, on, on X, this is hashtag Black History Month. I'm honored to join ha at Minority Health and Advancing Better Health Through Better Understanding for Black Communities. Explore more at hhs.gov and don't miss next Thursday's clip to hear insights from another HHS leader. We, we are not ever going to turn them away from screaming about climate change. It is too useful politically. But just like, you know, one of the things that I, I always see, I'm beginning to understand that with the left, everything's a political campaign talking point. So one of the reasons they don't actually go out there and look at, like, say, the core issue, the underlying issue behind crime, they could go fix that 
They could go fix that. They could just encourage fatherhood. Just encourage fatherhood. I mean, you throw so much money at everything else. Throw money at people staying and keeping their family together. They could do that and crime would go down. But see, they're not interested in solving crime. They're not interested in solving crime. They're only interested in making you defenseless. And I mean, when you when we, when you look at everything that's been put in front of us, every little thing's been put in put in our place as we sit down at the table of life. This is why this is why I'm my own first responder. This is why I got back into vinyl. This is why I uh, this is why I look at topics myself without listening to them first. They may call it to my attention, but I'm going to look deep. I'm going to look deep at it. So first, you got to forget about the polls, forget about everything else you're hearing. If you want to vote for Trump, go vote for Trump. Haley, vote for her. Whatever it is, go vote. That's item number one. I was talking about these $10,000 cards going to the illegals. I'm going to tell you a little more detail about that. That, that when we get back. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Now, see, I can't understand what's going on here. First, we got Eric Adams out there. He's belly aching about how the illegal immigrant thing is going to break his city. And now he's giving him $10,000 prepaid cash cards. And uh, it's looking like it's going to be monthly. He's got a $50 million fund to do this, which that should run out pretty quick. <laughs> but, um, you know. This will. This has the potential to become an open-ended, multi-billion-dollar Bermuda Triangle of disappearing, untraceable cash, used for any purpose. Com, uh, the carpro.com talk line is one eight hundred nine zero five zero nine eight nine. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is seven one three zero seven. Now I stated. I, I stated on the text line that I thought this was per month. I do not see. Anything I, in a discussion I had, uh, nope, 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 it will be per month. It will be per month. So this will give these illegal immigrants $10,000 each in taxpayer money with no ID check, no restrictions, and no fraud control. I am going south and coming back across the border and heading to Nueva York. But then, uh, <laughs> uh, this is a, there's a there's a report out that says the fifty three million dollars is just the setup fee. The money to be doled out to the migrants is extra, but they're going to be entitled to as much as ten thousand dollars a month at city expense, and it will be doled out on the honor system. Which you know, I'm sure that nobody's going to corrupt or you know abuse that system, and uh, this will be so that. You know, you'll have money for food and baby supplies. This is all based on news that migrants were throwing out their food and the food handed out in the no-bid contract was spoiled and rotten. When I used to be a bread man, I was had my truck at the house one day and this guy comes walking by 
And he's 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 uh, I've I'd seen this dude around before, but you know I'm a human being. He's a human being. He tells me that he just got out of jail and his children are home starving and he needs some food. So I'm like, I got gotcha. you. So I throw open the back of my truck and I pull out a tray that's got some bagels in it. And I pull out another tray that's got some loaf bread in it. And I pull out some other stuff and, uh, you know, some cakes and everything. And I offer to give them to the man. He got angry at me. He said, I don't need that stuff. I need some money. I said, well, then you better be walking. So instead of assuring that its existing no-bid emergency contractor fulfills its duty to provide edible food, they've solved the problem by retaining a new no-bid emergency contractor to provide a service with far more scope for waste, fraud, and abuse than stale sandwiches like just giving out hard cash. Now, if there was such a thing as a sump pump, about corruption and what might and might not be corruptible, uh, this would be what it would look like. Yeah, this will be the sump pump. And the Venezuelan gangs are sitting back and, you know, they're, they're, uh, they, they, got, they got plans for this. They're going to find out the details on these cars and they're going to find a way to steal a lot of them. And they'll either steal them from the helpless Venezuelan migrants or through their own gang activity. The company that they have contracted with has no experience in this kind of distribution. And Adams met the guy that runs the company at a party. Yeah, so it's like a fraternity thing. There'll be nobody checking for fraud. It's a golden opportunity to draw a massive amount of money. And then, you know, they won't even... This is, this is better than stealing things and selling them to a fence. You're just getting the money. You know, a lot of that COVID money, and I don't know what the percentage was, but a lot of that COVID money went to fraud because government is not good at distributing large amounts of money quickly. But the fraud on this one is going to be through the roof. And this tells us a lot about where this immigrant crisis is going. Like with wars, to consultants and NGOs to service the, the illegal immigrants, entrenching themselves as a special interest and the costs are going to get big. And right now, there's no end inside of this. No wonder, no wonder everybody wants to come here. If you go to New York, where they're bellyaching about you getting there, but once they get there, they're like, oh, you came to, I, I hate you, I hate you, here's your $10,000 prepaid card. We, we don't need this any more than we need more wars. But, this, but by the strangest of coincidences, big funding packages are being debated in Congress on the border and on wars, and they're attached to each other. And they're pretty much the same thing. you got the NGOs that gain, and the swamp grows, and the only people that lose on this one are the taxpayers. rife with fraud this is what happens this is what happens when you consider leftist policy 
when you consider leftist policy, which leftist policy is all about buying votes, pandering for votes, begging for votes, scaring for votes, whatever it is. We just want your vote. No, you're not going to get anything for it. No. No. You know. And this is a good this is a good point. Texter makes a good point. Hearing all of this, knowing we have veterans on the street. This is this is why I do the uh upstate warrior solutions thing. I mean, we do that essentially for nothing. We do that just to go out there and recognize and to support them. Because they're doing something I'll tell you what, for anybody that's ever served, when you go in there and you go into the basic training, you, when, you're, when you're in the recruiter's office, you're going to get this if you serve. You're going to get this if you serve. You're going to get this, this, this. You're going to get all these things if you serve. You're all, you'll be eligible for all these things. And then you get out and you go and you try to take them up on their promise they made to you. And then you find out, well, there's a catch to some of this stuff. And then it falls to somebody like Upstate Warrior Solutions to help you navigate that minutiae that they put in place. It's not nearly as clear-cut as when they, when they get you, right? When they get you and they hook you in and you become a member of the military. Uh, when you get out and you're out there going, well, okay, I did my time. Where's my, where's my stuff? Um, well, okay. You can apply for it. What do you mean apply for it? One of my sticking points, and I mean, this, this is uh, my guy Serge McAvoy at Upstate Warrior Solutions. He tried to uh, help me get into... Uh, because I need a new knee. Okay, I want a new bionic knee. I want to be like Bobby Mack. I want to have a new knee. I need probably two new knees because I just destroyed mine. And um, I wanted to do it through the VA. Well, I can't. Unless they find some degree of, of, of disability. <laughs> Unless I'm hurt somehow. Which, uh, you know, I probably exacerbated my knees when I was in the military. I got a little bit of tinnitus now. I hear it right now as I'm talking to you. So, I just, uh, you know, I look at this and I, I look at all this waste that's going in here for people that shouldn't even be in the country. And I look at these guys that some of them I probably served with. Some of them I probably served with when we were kings of the earth. And, uh, now they're out here and they're homeless or they have a drug issue or whatever it is, and we just leave them there. Unless we find a way to find them and then something like Upstate Warrior Solutions can help. But the government fails in their promise on that one. We're going to take a look at how New York defines fraud. And the, the, herein lies the, the vehicle for the Trump appeal. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. The, the whole key to a lot of this stuff is uh, doing it by the numbers, which for whatever reason, we don't do that. For whatever reason, and uh, I, I, uh, you know, one of the, one of the things everybody should have to go through one class that I went through in the military. The uh, CarPro.com talk line is one eight hundred nine zero five zero nine eight nine. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is seven one three zero seven. Now you don't have to go through a class to to do it, so I'll just tell you what it is. Whenever you see an issue 
the first thing you should do before you take any action whatsoever is you should gather information. Now we we all saw this thing happening with the president, with uh, with New York, and with uh, you know all these various federal agencies and everything. And you know the writing was on the wall; they were coming for him, right? So we knew it was going to happen. But when it happens, then all we're doing is we're just looking at the superficial, on the surface thing. We're saying, "Harumph, harumph, harumph." But then when you but the devil is in the details, right? Now, what happened in the, the $450 million thing, that's all about real estate mortgage loans, right? That's what it's all about. And what was immediately apparent was that there was something wrong with this because what the, what the Trump organization did was not unusual or remarkable. Now, there are essential requirements for claims of fraud. And the New York State claims that Trump, in connection with such loans that he tried to get, committed repeated fraudulent and illegal acts. And the judge acknowledged that common law fraud, also known as misrepresentation, requires a finding of five elements, a material statement of fact, not opinion, false, uh, a false premise, three, knowledge of the false premise, four, justifiable reliance by the alleged victim, and five, damages. So, they don't have any of that at all. They don't have any of that. First of all, there was never a false premise. He got out there and he did exactly what everybody does. What's that guy's name on Shark Tank? O'Leary. He's out there saying nobody's ever going to build a building in, 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 uh, in New York again. So without a false premise, there can be no knowledge of the false premise, right? Then the idea, here, here's the idea. So like Donald Trump goes to a bank and says, I'm building a $400 million uh, building. I want $200 million. And the, and the bank just goes, oh, okay, that's justified reliance by the alleged victim. Oh, okay, sure, here's the money. Although that's actually the beginnings of a negotiation. They'll get out there and say, well, no, your building's only worth $300 million. So, you know, that means they're only going to loan you 150 because they're only going to loan you 50% of the value of the project. Now, the key to any business, one of the reasons that we had the, the uh, whole the whole 2008 financial crisis was because of this one practice where most, most businesses do not use their money when it comes to running their business. They use someone else's money temporarily. That's where all that commercial paper comes in. Those are 30-day loans where they just operate. And they renew every month. So they pay it, renew it, pay it, renew it, pay it, renew it. And if there is none, then they it's not the easiest thing as you're, as you're finding out. I mean, like... Uh, you know, Trump's a billionaire, but he has about $500 million in cash, which is a lot of money unless they're trying to take it from him. So these guys don't exist on paper in cash, right? So they use somebody else's money, which what they're doing here with this real estate, this real estate project is they're going to build the building. They're going to get the money to pay for the building. They're going to try to cover the cost with the loan. And then when they actually, uh, you know, the building is done and everything, and they actually receive money for the building, then that's where their profit is made. So the banks got out there and they did their own due diligence. They were like, yeah, yeah, we'll do this. 
So then the last one, damages. Trump paid all the loans. Nobody got stiffed on the loans. There was no default. So there were no damages. So there was no damages. There was no justified reliance by the alleged victim. There was no false knowledge of false premise or false premise to begin with. And there's no material statement of fact. Now, looking at those five things, the material statement of fact, most of the 92-page document relates to alleged false statements in the so-called statements of financial condition, which is where he says what the stuff's worth. And values by their nature are opinions, not facts, and they cannot serve as a basis for a claim of fraud. Because they're saying it's going to be this price, but they haven't even built it yet. So that's a, that's a, that's that's an opinion. Falsity. These statements of financial condition were merely statements of opinion submitted by the proposed borrowers and guarantors, so they were neither true nor false. Knowledge of the falsity. The proposed borrowers knew that the SFCs were schedules of opinions as to values, and they were subject to debate, and they were neither true nor false. So once again, if there's no falsity, there can be no knowledge of the falsity. Justifiable reliance by the alleged victim. That word only appears twice. And uh, the judge reported that some of the bankers indicated they had relied on statements in the FFCs in connection with making a loan. But they did not provide any grounds for determining whether or not such reliance was justified. So, he also found that... Uh, there's evidence that valuations con contained in the FCFC submitted by the Trump entities were summarily reduced 50% by one of the lenders, which also reduced valuations submitted by similar borrowers in similar situations and similar amounts. Then there's damages. The findings confirmed that all the lenders suffered no loss or damage and apparently were paid in full and in a timely manner. So, you know. No fraud. No fraud out there at all. By the numbers, there's no fraud. Being asked on the tech line, text line, what is my opinion of the phone uh, malfunctioning that has happened uh, with AT&T, I think it is right now. Here, These phones are better, a little more than FM radio transmitters, so it's all based on line of sight to begin with. And if something messes with that signal, then that signal is... Uh, it is uh, degraded. And since I don't really know the details to this, my one of the things that I've always found remarkable is that we have all gotten rid of landlines for the most part. My bosses at WORD, they have landlines because, you know, maybe I might need to get to them really bad. But I don't know too many other people that have landlines. I'm sure there's a lot of them in businesses. But most everybody I know doesn't have a landline in the home. Which I went looking, and I don't even know if you can get one. Somebody has to be able to make them because we still have them, right? I need to be looking a little harder, maybe. The only problem with that is then you get a bunch of spam calls, so I'd have to figure that part of it out. So right now, my opinion is I don't know enough 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 to make really give you an opinion on that because I don't know enough about what's going on. We are catching on. You guys are catching on to the gaslighters. Yeah. Be right back. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD.
All right. Let's. Uh, most of the time, I forget to push the buttons. And the very last segment, I don't know why I do that. It just seems to be a thing I do. Not a ton of positive news for you or for America. But there's one. So let's take that one. There's two recent data points that suggest the dangerously high influence of experts on average Americans thinking is collapsing. And this can't happen quick enough. First point. Timed right at President's Day this week, the Presidential Greatness Project, a survey of historians and scholars, published their ranking of U.S. presidents and as expected, it's a forehead slapper of uh, stupidity and total reality disconnect. Coming in at number 14 of among all time presidents is the bumbling, muttering, mummified, meat puppet, psychopath, leftist, and corruptocrat everywhere, Joe Biden. This makes him in the top one-third of all American presidents. They place Donald Trump dead last, the very worst president in all of American history. Again, very predictable. These are the same experts who in 2015 ranked Bill Clinton and Woodrow Wilson above Ronald Reagan and put Jimmy Carter ahead of Calvin Coolidge. Any semi-objective reading of Biden's and Trump's first terms by measuring how well we did and how well the world fared finds Trump very much better in almost every category, from the economy to wage growth to containment of Russia to peace in the Middle East. But you don't need me to tell you that because you are already realizing this now. The tell, of course, is who these experts are, and the self-own is in their own words. Respondents included current and uh, recent members of the President's and Executive Politics section of the American Political Science Association, which is the foremost organization of social science experts in presidential politics. Now, social science is one of those very well understood uh, terms. Uh, you know, that's the most leftist of the academic uh, categories. They are the hackiest of le leftist academia. Then they further self-own themselves when they write in the L.A. Times. Trump's radical departure from political, institutional, and legal norms has affected knowledgeable assessments not just of him, but also of Biden and several of the presidents. Now, the problem with that is that the norms that they're talking about is exactly what we've had enough of. <laughs> and, uh, and the same bubble dwellers saw no radical departure when Obama promised and pursued the fundamental transformation of America. And this mindset results in Republicans moving further down the presidential success sweepstakes as Democrats move up. Of course, this list means nothing. And that's the thing. It means nothing. Several times I've had people come up to me, Bill, what's your social media like? I'm like, who cares? <laughs> who cares what my social media is like? Well, do you have Instagram? Yeah. What do you do? I put pictures of guns on it. Oh, what about uh, Facebook? What do you do with that? I, I put pictures of guns on it. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a selfie guy. If you want a picture with me or something, well, that's on you. That's. Got nothing to do with me. I wouldn't want a picture with me. No. 60%, if you look around out there amongst normal people, they find that the Biden presidency has been a failure. 40% call it a complete failure. And another 18% call it mostly unsuccessful. 9% grade Biden a complete success. 
These would be the guys that are, they can lie to you with a smile on their face. Pretty much in the same vein as the comical experts in the Presidential Greatness Project. But see, here's the thing. This is a thing that is most encouraging to me. You already realize this. This is not something I have to tell you. This is not something I can bring to you and go, oh, yeah, I never heard of that before. So, <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, I'm getting a text saying that the cellular outage may be being caused by a solar flare, which that can happen. A extreme ultraviolet flash. The sunspot has unstable, unstable beta, gamma, delta magnetic fields that harbors energy for multiple X-class explosions. So maybe that's what's causing it. Just remember one thing. Nothing, nothing, nothing is foolproof. Nothing that we have is foolproof. It isn't. But the best part of this is what another thing that is not foolproof is this fake stream media that does so, they do so very much to try to get you to believe their talking points and you should never believe their talking points. Never, ever. But the best part about this is that you guys are seeing your way through it. And that's the stupendous part of what's going on today. The awakening of the electorate. I'll be talking to you guys in about 22 hours. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. <laughs> 